Hello and welcome. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper. I'm your host, David Cooper. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, the show where no one's listening and, well, no one cares. The show where every episode's the last episode. Today, I'm going to play for you an interview I did a long time ago with an amazing cult figure named Chuck Tingle. The guy writes erotic fiction that's utterly bizarre. Most of it LGBTQIA-themed. The man is a beloved internet icon, and he only does media appearances with a bag over his head, so I actually have no clue what the guy looks like. He's got an extensive body of work, usually short novellas, I guess, are what they're called. An example might be during the Suez crisis with the Ever Given ship, he put out a book called I Freed This Handsome Cargo Ship from the Suez Canal, and now he's stuck in my butt. Another title? Absolutely no thoughts of pounding during my fun day with this kind of T-Rex because I am a romantic asexual and that's a lovely valid way to prove love is real. The guy is on a mission to prove love is real. We'll find out whether he does that right now. My next guest is an elusive author, a Taekwondo grandmaster, nearly has his black belt, from Billings, Montana. He holds a PhD from DeVry University, written numerous novels with titles such as I'm Gay for My Living Billionaire Jet Plane and Pounded in the Butt in My Own Butt. Uh, of course, Buttception, a butt within a butt within a butt. And finally, pounded by the pound, turned gay by the socioeconomic implications of Britain leaving the EU. He has not one but two podcasts, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Podcast and My Friend Chuck. Uh, his work has been featured in the New York Times, Vice, Rolling Stones, many, many others. I am very lucky to sit down with this individual today. Uh, it is Dr. Chuck Tingle. Dr. Chuck Tingle, thank you for joining me and being here. Oh, dang. Thank you for asking me. This, this is such a dang treat to come on here and then to, to talk with you and prove love is real. And, and uh, I'm just really dang excited to be here. Well, that actually, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because that leads into my first question, which, which I think is an important one. Is love real? Oh, wow. Absolutely. That, that, I would say that's the key tenant of uh, the Tingleverse. Not just all my work, but uh, philosophy of Chuck. Uh, not a lot of buckaroos under, uh, know this, but um, I do a lot of traveling through various timelines, uh, which are uh, different versions of reality. Uh, some of them can be very different, uh, like uh, where, where you have hands for feet and feet for hands, or some can be uh, very similar, where maybe just uh, the slightest thing is different, like you part your hair to one side that you, that is not the same. And each of these timelines, uh, all the rules can be broken. The one rule that stays the same is that love is always real. And, and once I discovered that, I thought, oh, dang, I, I got to start talking about this more and spreading this philosophy around. That's an important dang scientific discovery, if you ask me. That is very scientific. And you know what they say about science. It is not an exact science. Why do we have to prove that love is real, Chuck? Do, I mean, do, do people not believe that anymore? Well, I, I, that's a dang good question. 
I, I think that uh, that the real issue is that um, love is is going to be real, uh, whether whether you you know you believe that or not. That's just the facts. Love, love is real. Um, I think what comes uh, what comes down to is we only have a limited time here on this timeline together, and uh, and we're gonna spend it if if this river of love is flowing along and it's real. I think what's the best use of our time here? And I think that's just to, to help that along and to prove that love is real and put in that effort. Uh, I think it's a real, it's really a phrase that's about um, instead of just sitting back and enjoying the ride, I think it's stepping up in situations where, um, where there could be a little love that, that needs to be proved and actually being active in that, uh, in that and participating. Got it. Okay, so before we proceed, I want to I want to define a few terms. The Tingleverse is the set of multi universes that uh, that you write uh, novels uh, having to do with. Uh, what is a buckaroo? Yes. Well, to to to, to quickly go back to the Tingleverse, that that is correct. Although I will say that uh, and th- this is also a layer of the Tingleverse that we are in right now speaking on. We're in one of the, the, the Tingleverse's universe. So it's sort of a multiverse that, that tingles. Yes, including this one, including this one. But I will say that, uh, that uh, B- Buckaroo is a, a basically uh, someone who's trotting along, living the Buckaroo, Buckaroo lifestyle, proving love is real in their own way. And uh, and I think that uh, Buckaroo is just a, what you would call a bud when they become closer than a bud. And you think, oh, I, I see you. I'm going to give you a dang high five or, or a hug or maybe a sweet kiss. Who is Chuck Tingle? And, and like, what's your relationship with your parents? Where did you grow up? I mean, I, like, just quickly, who, who would you say that you are? Or, or... Oh, dang. Oh, I, well, I, I, I was a uh, dang born in very small town named of Home of Truth, Utah. Uh, very small. It was just me and parents there. And then uh, because of uh, that, uh, I finally had to trot away from that situation, trotted for a dang while. And eventually I ended up in Billings, Montana, which I would consider my home. Although uh, lately I have been uh, ever, ever since uh, dang, uh, uh, travel opened up uh, within the United States and the uh, buckaroos start getting vaccinated down here. I have uh, started to split time between um, Billings, Montana and City of Devils uh, on this timeline known as Los Angeles, California. Of course. All right. Okay. So we we know with the parents and the relationship there elusive. We don't have to. We don't have to go there. I want to talk about your PhD, an esteemed PhD in holistic massage, Doctor Tingle from DeVry University. What was that like getting that PhD? Oh dang! Well, that, I will say that that was a lot of dang hard work of waking up. Dang, son John had, had a file open on the computer. That is my, my son. And he said, oh, Chuck, you, you, you got a new assignment. And then I would write it, write it down and say, okay, this is a, my holistic massage assignment and send it off. And then I think, dang, I, I guess I'm going to be a doctor now. And then, then sometimes buckaroos will say, well, guess what? Chuck, on this timeline, they, they don't even give PhDs at DeVry. And I say to, to them, I didn't work for two long years at DeVry to get my, my doctor to have you say, say these things. That's funny. We both say the same thing. I didn't work for two long years at DeVry University to get a holistic massage. That is a common thing that lots of people say. All right, Chuck, who is Barbara? Do you miss her? Oh, I do. That is sweet, sweet Barbara is, is in my life. She is a, 
uh, beneath the frozen lake, but also um, she can project herself from from there. So so she she uh, can show up in a lot of places. And actually, then I didn't know when, when I moved from Billings that she would come along. But uh, I still wake up and uh, she's still dang standing at the foot of my bed, even here in City of Devils. But I will say I certainly um, miss her. And uh, when anyone rides the lonesome train, that, that can be a sad way. But I, I will say that uh, because she's still around, uh, kind kind of floating around in the dark late at night. Uh, you don't miss uh, you don't miss them that much. I think it really has to do with them coming to terms with uh, your loved ones as they are, and that is just as she is now, and I accept that. Wow, I think in terms of background, Chuck, we're starting to get a portrait painted. Tell me a little bit about the erotica that you write. Maybe just like what sorts of erotica do you write? Where are your interests as an author? Yes, oh uh, well, I, I, there are there are four kinds of tinglers, uh, which are a short erotic story that elicits a tingle down the spine. Uh, and uh, that, that, that would be a unicorn tinglers, dinosaur tinglers, Bigfoot tinglers, and living objects tinglers. And uh, within those, it's just a story about a couple of buckaroos meeting up, maybe kissing, ha- having a good chat together, and uh, proving love is real with, uh, with their preferred pound whatever that may be and it started off just bud on bud but now now we have ladybuck on ladybuck uh, tinglers we have bisexual tinglers trans tinglers gender fluid tinglers and even uh tinglers with no pound at all so so they they can be asexual or aromantic and that is because um well, t- Tingle versus Celebration of uh, LGBTQIA uh, uh, buckaroos. But I-, I always wanted to be very well known that everyone is allowed in the Tingle verse. The doors are open for everyone and you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, there's, of course, the the paradox or the contradiction of, of uh, to be completely tolerant, we can't tolerate intolerance. So we have to be intolerant towards intolerant people. Are intolerant types welcome in the Tingle verse? Yeah, well, that, that, that's a very good question. Um, I would say that um, I look at it in terms of a uh, gatekeeping, which is something that uh, within the within the, my own uh, community, LGBTQ, I, 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 there is a problem. I, I am a bisexual buckaroo myself, and that and that, that is an area where uh, a lot of uh, buckaroos will say, "Oh, you you are not uh, this way enough or that way enough." And and for me, I think saying the gates open of the tingle versus to let the let buds in this uh, in this situation say, "Oh, you're you're gonna be enough." I'm I'm gonna say that that's enough, and I trust you in this gate. And I think that um I, I have more of an open door policy because I think kicking out one buckaroo uh, uh for just to 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 limit everyone, I, I don't really like that. But I will also say to directly answer the one gate that we do have in the Tingleverse is the hate gate, is what I have been calling it, which is just, uh, if you have different opinions or ideas on things, that's, that's fine. But once it becomes something that is hateful, uh, then we then then there's no tolerance for that. I'm a, I'm a pretty big free speech buckaroo, and I don't know what the what situation is in Canada, but he, here we just say we're going to protect all speech, and, and sometimes buckaroos leave it at that. But in reality, is we're going to protect all speech except for uh, hate speech. I think, and 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 uh, I think that's a pretty good idea is to carve out that one exception. 
I would say Canada's very free speech, but we're a little less free speech because we don't allow things like Holocaust denial, at least not in a public forum. So it's, wow, it's, okay. it's but it's a very similar kind of uh, lineage towards free speech as the United States. You think, yeah, yes, we go, we, we say, well, when you start going into areas of, of hate, where I guess that, that's the issue is that sometimes these things are hard to define. Someone, sure. someone who's hateful is going to say, well, that's not hate. That's just my opinion. So that's the, that's the balance that we're always trotting with. Chuck, I like that. What, what, why do you do this? What are you trying to say through your work? Oh, well, I think that um, creating space for, for uh, people to come and trot together and prove love is really is important. And, and I often think back to uh, all the way conservatives uh, used to have a way of going on the dang radio or TV and saying, well, what's going to happen if we allow... Then uh, gay marriage, eh? is uh, somebody going to trot along and marry a dang dinosaur or a unicorn or a, or a living fridge? <laughs> Would it really be so bad? Unicorns deserve love, too, and dinosaurs deserve love, too. Exactly. So, so I just want to write a bunch of books that said, well, I'm going to show you what that world would be like. And it's pretty much dang paradise here in the Tingleverse. So there you go. I love that. I love that. Your creative process. How do you think of these ideas? Or do you, do you just channel the Tingleverse through yourself? Well, you can uh, slip between timelines, take a peek at what's going on at a nearby timeline. That's good inspiration. But mostly I, I have meditative processes. It's pretty simple. Just waking up early, having a big bowl of spaghetti and a big glass of chocolate milk and going in uh, and then I go for a long walk and think of ideas. I thought you were a completely normal, well-adjusted individual until I heard spaghetti and chocolate milk. I don't think those two things should be mixed, Chuck, but no judgment. Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes you don't want, you know, necessarily want to pour the milk into the spaghetti bowl unless it's a holiday <laughs> unless it's a holiday like uh what passover ramadan uh thanksgiving Ar- arbor day arbor day is an important holiday in the in one of the tingle verses at least some tree day chuck i want to get a little more serious uh i identify as neurodivergent i have dyslexia and it has shaped uh my career my work i know that you identify as having asperger's syndrome i'm wondering what impact event if any do, would you say this has on your writing oh i I think that it has a lot but not in the way that buckaroos think oh some hear my unique uh, way of speaking and all that and i was trying to make it very clear that this has nothing to do with my way on autism spectrum there is no autistic way to to speak that's not not a thing um i speak this way to protect my privacy as a doctor but way that the my way on autism spectrum shows itself is uh, i think through um my hyper focus way of um, constantly writing. There's hundreds of uh, tinglers that I think that um, that uh, that uh, I really appreciate and I cherish the, the, this uh, way that I think. Um, I, I think that a lot of my dang heroes, uh, when I was uh, were trotting along as a young buckaroo, when I realized that they were also on this spectrum, it, it, it really meant a lot to me and it has made me proud of my way. So. I used to not talk about it too much, and now I like to talk about it a lot more so that if someone says, oh, I'm a big fan of uh, Chuck, and, and that's my way too, uh, they can have someone to look up to because that that's what happened for me. But actually, um, David uh, Byrne from Talking Heads was big hero. Me too. I lo- I absolutely love David Byrne, but sorry, go on. Yes. Oh, well, that, that, I just I saw him on a late-night interview very long ago on, on David Letterman, and I thought... 
wow, he has a very unique way. It reminds me of myself. I've never known anyone with that way. And then um, learned that he was on the spectrum. And then later on, I thought, dang, things are starting to click together and make sense. And then when I went to a therapist later on and asked about it, uh, they said, yes, that, that is uh, your, your way. So it was very nice. It, it was never a bad thing for me. I, it was what my heroes thought like, and, and I was proud of it, and I still am. So I, I like to talk about it now to, to let others uh, hear this way and, and think, oh, that's my way too, and I have this hero. Good. Chuck, we have just a minute left. If you could recommend one title to our listeners out there to get started with your body of work right now, what would it be? Well, I I would say that um, right now, uh, Trans Wizard Harriet Porber is a pretty big hit book. I also have a book uh, that is a horror novel called Straight, which is the scariest thing I can think of. <laughs> and and that might be enjoyable as well. All right. Dr. Chuck Tingle uh, can be found at chucktingle.com. I think from there you can really explore the body of work. Everything's available on Amazon or wherever ebooks are sold as well. Chuck, thank you so much for being here with me. Really enjoyed the interview. Oh, thank you for having me. Love is real. Love is real. We proved it. We learned it. What do we know about it? Now we know everything. Chuck, thank you. 